people tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Santa's coming to town. Oh my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 366 days per year. I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. I'm Tom. How have you guys been? I feel like we haven't talked in a while. It does feel like that. It's been good. I don't know. How, how was All your Easter, Julia? Together. Easter was delightful. Easter was great. That's Easter great. was extra delicious. And I supported Antoinette Baking Company for Easter. Tom, that's a local bakery, Anthony. Oh, you did? What'd you get? We bought um, we bought a cake from them, like a Italian buttercream almond cake with raspberry filling for a like, special dessert. We got a gooey butter cake, and we got a loaf of challah bread, and then we got... My dad, his very own coconut cream pie for Easter, and it pretty much made his ear because it's his That's favorite awesome. kind of pie. So we let awesome. them take care of desserts, and then I cooked two Easter dinners and took one split up between Marty's grandma and my parents, who I've kind of found out they are their own circle, right? Like we're keeping our circle tight. So we're not taking Jude over to mom and dad's anymore. And when we see mom and dad, they stand at the end of the driveway and we talk to him and stuff. But like Marty's grandma is all alone and my parents, you know, are right down the street from her. And so they're like their own little circle. <laughs> so <laughs> we did that. It was good. It was weird. It was a weird Easter, but it was, it was good. What about you? Yeah, it was Easter. It was weird Easter. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, are you looking for real Easter this upcoming week? Yeah, how was your fake Easter? Um, you know, we didn't do a whole lot for it. It's really sad because Palm Sunday is a, a big deal in our church. And it's just sad to be away from our church family at this time. I mean, mm -hmm. we more than understand. Um, but we're trying to get stuff together for an Easter basket for Ellie. I don't know what we're going to put in it yet because we're mm -hmm. trying not to order stuff. So we're getting really creative. Mm-hmm. Well, the Easter Bunny is an essential worker. I know you don't do the Easter Bunny, but the in Easter Bunny is an essential worker. Uh, <laughs> and the U.S. governors have been stealing what she's been saying and doing their own videos. That was really sweet. That was, was really super sweet. sweet. Uh, it's a and, and those are a lot more essential than the other essential businesses I see around. I keep hearing of people talking about being an essential business, and I'm like, you are absolutely not an essential business. I hope that's... I hope you that Santa gave his elves off and their social distancing at the North Pole. They don't have to. Coronavirus doesn't affect elves. Their DNA blocks oh. coronavirus. It hasn't oh. made the human to elf jump yet. I oh, didn't that's know fantastic. That. So that's I hope 
Well, Santa now has an excuse for why he's not working the rest of the year because he's distancing himself from the elves. So they're doing all the hard work and he has a legitimate excuse this year. Well, he is a right jolly old elf. So he's probably protected from it as well. Yeah, none of the um, Santa mythology that we've covered deals with that line, do they? No, they don't. I'm trying to think, is there a mainstream one that does deal with that line? I think it might be time for us to make one. Hey. There's our there's our there's our niche. We've got our <laughs> We've got our start, Anthony. There you go. So we planted I, two vegetable gardens. Ooh, what nice. did you plant in them? We have boatload of tomatoes because we're big tomato fans. Trav Meyer would tell you (laughs) it's too soon. He's been saying that every night. There's just just arbitrary date that they have in Oklahoma that you're not supposed to plant tomatoes before April 15th. Oh, is it like legit a day? Yeah, it's legit April 15th. Oh, I thought he was looking at the weather and it was like, I really hope you didn't jump on that. I jumped on it, but you know. We got that. We have yellow squash, a few varieties of eggplant, a lot mm. of different kinds of bell peppers. We're doing pumpkins so that we have our own pumpkin hopefully this year for a Halloween to carve. And I heard growing okra. pumpkins is very difficult because the vines are going to go everywhere. Like We're putting it'll be impossible a... to rip them out when you do want to get rid of them one day. I don't want to. Why wouldn't I just want the pumpkins the next year? I'm just saying, if you ever do, I hear that's one vegetable that is impossible because of their vines and their roots too. They need get space for yes. sure. Yeah, no, we've got we've got some space in the back of our yard for those. And I think we're gonna get in the next we're looking at and deciding which chicken coop we want, but this has motivated us to get chickens. Yeah. Yeah. And I moved wait. I didn't think vegans do chicken eggs. I didn't for either. Fun. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I was just clarifying. I didn't. They do. They do a lot of bug eating. They do a lot of bug eating, and their eggs eating. are beautiful. Yep. They're so pretty. Your quarantine's going a lot more productive than mine is. I've just been Same. binging a lot of TV and movies. I finished my rewatch of The Office. And over the past three days, I've binged every Batman movie there's ever been. Literally five minutes for hopping on to record. I just finished the last one, which was really probably one of the first, the Batman 66 movie. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. You're not kidding. You did all of them. I did all of them. All of them. It was wonderful. (laughs) I am having a major (laughs) Netflix problem on Every device I try, I cannot get it to play the the, the summer party. Is that the episode? What the episode is called? Where they go to Dwight's garden party? Garden party. Thank you. I couldn't think. Garden party. I cannot get it to play garden party or anything after. It's driving me nuts. Master Jim Halper. <laughs> closing ceremonies are the best. Closing ceremonies the best. 
Oh, I love the fact that Jim wrote an entire book to sell for $2 on Amazon to prank Dwight. <laughs> Did you find Jay Spader more tolerable this time around? Hundo P. Me too. Really? Me too. I thought he was really funny and engaging. I did, I did too. I, I think it I was, was just, watching it. I think it was just a shock, not the shock, but just a mourning of Michael leaving the first time around that made everyone dislike him so much. He with, is really, really good. I still cannot stand Will Ferrell from the moment he shows up at the bar <laughs> until he ends up in his coma. Cannot stand him. He 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 did make me laugh a few times. I liked when they were practicing their small talk, and he he was like, he said to Ryan, "Where were you on 9-11? And Michael was like, "Nope, nope, nope." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I did still get all choked up at the airport scene when Pam oh. catches up to Michael. Oh yeah, they that's right. Don't acknowledge the fact that I don't that she and Jim had to come up with the money to pay for an airline ticket, oh. and that bothered me. I mean, yeah, I get she had her up shoes off. Jim, I get choked up when Jim says goodbye to Michael, oh. and and he says tomorrow at lunch I can tell you what a great boss you turned out to be, best mm-hmm. boss I've Hi. ever had. There, there's. It's definitely time for an office reunion. They need to just do it. I know they keep talking about schedules, but do it with who you can. Well, one of the things I like that British TV does is they do these Christmas Christmas reunions, reunions yes. for TV shows that have ended. And I think that's a perfect yeah. excuse for them to bring the office back because everyone Absolutely. went their separate ways anyway. Do like a mm-hmm. documentary reunion at the holidays. Mm-hmm. Find out where everyone is. That's perfect. Yes. I watched a great British show that did that this week. Oh, um, did what you? Show? I did. It's a little. It's a little show that I was unfamiliar with called Gavin and Stacy. <laughs> Cheesiest <laughs> intro to an episode <laughs> yet. Hey, it was a good segue, but then we got cheesy. But then we got cheesy. <laughs> it was a good segue, but it really. I mean, I didn't know anything about this show until. This week. So, and I am so either. glad you introduced me to it, Anthony. Me too. Yay. That makes me so happy <laughs> that we I are, guess I should say thank you, Disco54. For suggesting it. Yep. Right. Thank you, Anthony, for putting it on the schedule because I knew it would be fun to cover. Yes. For those of you who need to be hit over a rock or something, over the head with a rock to get what we're talking about, we're covering Gavin Stacy this week. A British comedy from, when was it, 2007, which ran from 2007 to 2010. And just this past year did a Christmas reunion episode. It's second Christmas special of its run. So, and I screwed it up. Did I you watched watch that one first? I did. You mean those oh, two? Oh, no. Well, it was fine. It was fine. I, I actually am glad I did because um, Gavin's hair was so abysmally terrible in the first Christmas <laughs> movie. <laughs> did anyone else think he looked like, gave off Elijah Wood vibes? 
I feel like he gave no. off failed boy boy band vibe. Yeah, With the earring sure. and the hair. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> for those who don't know what Gavin and Stacey is about, it's a British sitcom written by James Corden and Ruth Jones, who also star in the show, support supporting cast in the show, and it's about a long distance romance between Gavin in Essex and Stacey in Wales and their families and friends and yeah that's basically the general premise how long distance is that okay so say seven hours so that's why they were so excited about him getting the job offers because they could be close to each other correct so this the first two series are long distance and season three Gavin and Stacey were happy no, our Japanese parents. <laughs> no. Or, or no. Smithy. <laughs> or Smithy. Or Smithy. <laughs> Who, by the way, is one of my favorite sitcom characters of all time. But we'll get <laughs> oh. Um, oh, it was so funny, y'all. So be- <laughs> before we get to the episodes themselves, let's just run through the main cast. Playing Gavin Shipman is Matthew Horn. Um... He was in the Catherine Tate show, 20 Things to Do Before You're 30, another amazingly hilarious British sitcom called Teachers, Horn and Corden and Bad Education. Have any of you seen any of that? No. I don't understand what you just said. After you make your way through Gavin and Stacey, start Teachers. Okay. Just a heads up. Playing Stacey Shipman is Joanna Page. Uh, she, <clears throat> she was just in the Midsummer, the Midsummer Murders, which, Julie, have you seen that yet? Not yet. Uh, she's been in Doctor Who. She played Queen Elizabeth in Doctor Who. She was in the David Copperfield miniseries in the 90s. She was in Love Actually. She was Judy. Is yeah, that she, the- that's where I... That's, the body double. Okay, yes. I was about to say, how do I say this? She was the body double. Okay, cool. She looked familiar. And, and she was in Nativity 2, Danger in the Manger. We're covering the first Nativity later this year. The British film. Um, she is just as adorable in this as she is in Love Actually. I just love her yeah. character. Yeah, I do too. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, playing Gavin's best friend, Smithy, is somebody, is probably the most famous person to Americans, James Corden. Mm-hmm. He hosts the Late, Late Show with James Corden. What else has he been in, guys? He's in Trolls. He, he was, he plays Biggie. Trolls. <laughs> uh, he was in Into the Woods, he played the baker. He sadly did a voice in the Emoji movie. That was a terrible movie. (laughs) He was in How to to Lose Friends and Alienate People. He was in Ocean's 8, Peter Rabbit, Cats. Uh, He's in an upcoming Cinderella film coming out in 2021. We haven't talked about Peter Rabbit. What did y'all... And he had a British sketch show called Horn and Corgan. So... 
Oh, he was in Cats. Did you mention he was in Cats? He was a I cat mention, in Cats. I did mention Cats. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's just like, how you come Tell back from that? Has quarantine gotten so bad for either of you yet that you ventured to put on Cats? Oh, no. No. <laughs> never shall we reach that point. And it never will. No. Never yeah. will. Until somebody gives us like 200 bucks on Patreon. And we're forced to cover it because that's what they choose. Uh, <laughs> it would take more than that. I'm still not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're going to add those cat anuses back in post post production that they took out. Oh my god! I'm not doing it. Hashtag doing release. It. Hashtag release a butthole cut as is trending on Twitter for days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I haven't seen Peter Rabbit. Was it good, Tom? It was cute. Very cute. That's really with it. the Weasley in it, right? It's with Bill Weasley. Yep. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen Weasley. it. It it looks silly. I don't so know. Good. It didn't look very good to me. It's so good. Really? Yeah, it's it's so so cute, y'all. Okay. Playing Stacy's best friend, Nessa is Ruth Jones who is a Welsh television actress, novelist, and screenwriter. Uh, she's appeared in many television comedies and dramas, just such as Jimmy McGovern's The Street. And she starred as Hattie Jacks in Hattie. And she plays the lead role in the comedy drama series Stella for Sky One. Oh. And she was in one of the Nativity, story, the nativity uh, movies as well. She was in Nativity Rocks. Made a lot of them. Oh, she was also in the Summer Murders. Christmas stories, but what is it? What's Nativity? Uh, Well, the first one, which is the one I saw and the one that's on our list, stars uh, Tim, uh, what's his name? Martin Freeman from The Office, who, uh, Yeah. yeah, who's a teacher who's putting on a Nativity pageant for his school. Okay, gotcha. Directing the Nativity. Oh, she want to clarify. The woman who plays Stacy was not in the movie Midsummer. She's in a TV show, The Midsummer Murders. Sorry, got that confused. <laughs> um, Larry Lamb plays Mick, Gavin's father. He played Archie Mitchell in East Enders, which was funny because they had a whole gag about East Enders later on in the first mm-hmm. episode of the show. Um, and he was also in the BBC crime drama, New Tricks. Cool. Allison Stedman plays Gavin's mother. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> and she, <clears throat> she was in Pride and Prejudice, Orphan Black, The Singing Detective, Clockwise, Shirley Valentine, Topsy Turvey, The Life and Death of Peter Sellers. She's been in a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Orphan Black is so good, y'all. Orphan Black is so good. Um, <clears throat> another one of my favorite characters, Rob Bryden, plays <laughs> Uncle Bryden. Oh uncle Bryden. Stacy's uncle. Oh, I love this guy. <laughs> and he was in the B- BBC comedy series Marion and Jeff and it's been off the Keith Barrett show he's also appeared in a number of shows with Steve Coogan which makes sense because he looks exactly mm. like Steve Coogan 
he's been in a bunch of other things as well. Uh, Melanie Walters plays Gwen West, Stacy's mother, widowed mother. Might one say Stacy's mom? She's got it going on. <laughs> okay, so hold up. So Gwen is Stacy's mother, and Bryn is her uncle. Yes. So are they brother and sister? Yes. Gwen no, and Bryn. That's that's a brother-in-law. He is a brother to her father, who is dead. Okay, so Gwen and Bryn are not Gwen and Bryn are not married. They're not. No, they are no. brother and sister-in-law. They're not okay. related by blood. Do they live together? No, they live opposite each other or like very close to each other. Close, the same, but not. They live in the same okay. town. He lived across from the next character, Doris, played by Mar- uh-huh. <laughs> Margaret John, um, who is Gwen's elderly <laughs> neighbor. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. It took, I no history, so I thank you for that's that's super helpful. Yeah, I knew nothing going into this. <laughs> and uh, she was not in the second one because she passed away in 2011 at age yeah. 84. Oh. They did a little cheers to her. That they did. Cool. And they were living in her house. She left the house to them. So. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much everyone, right? The main players. Yep. Right. I think that covered them. So really did our history, but Tom, what's your history with this? Uh, I'm brand new to it. And I love it. I really do. It's a great show. I think Christy and I are going to watch it all. She's not, she didn't sit uh, down and watch it, so she's not as excited as I was. If you have Amazon if, Prime, the whole show's up there for free. I discovered that tonight. Except the two Christmas episodes. Right. No, 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 no. The one, the first one is up there. The second no, no, one is no. not. Well, the second one is two separate episodes. Yeah, yeah. That you have to buy, so that's what I meant. Like the, the, the double feature last one. Yep. So, uh, but I like it. I really do. I'm going to watch it again. I want to watch the whole series. It was interesting. The biggest difference I noticed was the growth that we saw in James Corden from, mm-hmm. he was this new little, like not well-known actor at the beginning to just how I Good loved his him. character. He was such a strong character. He made me happy. I loved him. Julia, what about you? Same thing. Uh, No history. Didn't know it existed. Um, Love it. Love it. Going to watch all the episodes. As a matter of fact, when I finished the Christmas ones, Anthony, I messaged you and I said, where do we find these episodes? And you're like, I sent them to you. And I'm like, no, all of the other ones. (laughs) I know. It made made me so happy when you did that. (laughs) I really love it. It made me. I was excited to see them on, and I was excited to see them on Amazon Prime. I really Mm -hmm. was. Yeah. I um. So I was lucky enough to be living in England when this show first started airing, and when it ended. So I watched it over Uh. there live, except obviously for the 2019 Christmas special, which I had to download over here when it aired. But I loved it. I loved it. It's one of my favorite English shows, along with mm-hmm. The Office and Spaced and Teachers. So, 
Yeah. There have be also been several attempts at American remakes, none of which, one of which got picked up for eight episodes, six of which aired. Oh, Us and Them on Fox. Jason Ritter, Alexis Bl and Alexis Bledel played Gavin and Stacy. Mm. And then um, the mother from Malcolm in the Middle played Gavin's mom. And Kurt Fuller, who is Kurt's dad on Glee, played Gavin's dad. I like Kurt Fuller. Yeah, I do too. I will, <clears throat> I will say, and I was talking to Disco54 about this on Reddit, like, this is one that does not need to be remade, but if it did get remade, the premise I feel is universal enough with a good writer, it could translate over. It just doesn't need to. You know what I mean? But didn't you feel mm. that way about The Office too, though? Right. Oh, and that's why I said as well. I was like, look, The Office, Three's Company, All in the Family. There are a bunch of shows that didn't need to be remade, and they were, and they were great. So I would be open to a Gavin Stacy remake if I had the right team behind it. And I think the premise, again, a long-distance relationship is a universal premise. But, you know, it doesn't need to be remade. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I agree. I can agree with that. So... Let's jump right into the first episode, which is called The Christmas Announcement and aired in 2008 in between seasons two and three. Uh, Julia, do you want to give us a plot synopsis for this one? I don't have uh, one, so if you want to wing it. Oh, there's no winging it. I cannot wing that. Tom, would you like to give us a plot <laughs> synopsis for this one? Yeah. Gavin and Stacy have a long distance relationship. They are coming together and bringing their families together for Christmas with a secret that they're, and they're going to let everybody know that Gavin has a new job and is moving and um, comedy ensues. <laughs> that's it. That's pretty good. <laughs> so I actually watched this twice this week because we were supposed to, Little peek behind the curtain. We're recording on Friday instead of our usual Tuesday because of scheduling stuff. Because that's Tom. Because Tom's the worst. <laughs> I earned that. I earned that this time. Um. So the first time I watched it on Daily Motion, and then tonight I watched it on Amazon because I realized it was up there for free. Mm -hmm. And the, immediately I noticed, and I can't remember back when I saw it for the first time in England. The opening song was different between the two. So there's clearly a right. I, don't, I, I assume all I want for Christmas is you is the correct one because it's on Daily Motion, which is usually the bootleg version. Sure. And then Amazon couldn't get the rights or, you know, the home video couldn't get the rights. So they used a different song. But Interesting. Uh, immediately when I put on the Daily Motion version on Tuesday, I was like, oh, starting off strong for Tom and Julia. <laughs> <laughs> it put me in the i mean it was christmasy and that's all that i mean that song whatever you think about it announces yeah. a christmas season so oh puts absolutely you right in that mood yeah. yeah there was some yeah no i can, I can I, actually <laughs> actually i will say i was loving the music of this first episode between this do they know it's christmas and christmas rapping all three songs <laughs> tom and julia have mentioned they hate <laughs> but it worked well in this 
Uh, well, I yeah, mean, it's it James Corden, so. My, fa- my favorite scene in, in that first phone. one. I love it, how yeah. into it he was. Yeah. And yeah. he sees Gab is so calling funny. and puts him on speaker and gets him to join in with him. The thing that was so funny about it, though, was as Gavin was walking through this, you know, I, I guess supermarket or whatever, or mall parking lot, everybody's just looking at him and perfectly okay with what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, th- this scene reminded me of you, Tom, because I could see you doing that yourself. Oh, I would do it in a heartbeat. That's actually what I thought when I was watching, um, when I was watching James Corden is, uh, in the car. It reminded me of myself. Well, I know what I'm going to do this Christmas season since you're an hour behind anyway. I'm going to hope I'm, you're out in public and I'm going to call you in the there car, blasting Christmas music, and get you to sing with me. I don't know if I'll ever be out in public again, y'all. Well, there's that. Yeah, so the episode opens up. Gavin just went for this job interview in Wales for Stacy's Living. Mm-hmm. And he nailed the job. They offered it to him. And in the interview, so in the interview, yeah, which means awesome. he really nailed it. Uh-huh. And Stacy's thrilled because for a while now they've been doing this long distance thing, seven hours, as I mentioned later mm-hmm. in the show. And uh, so they're both excited, <laughs> not so, but Gavin's not so excited to tell his family or Smithy. Mm-hmm. Which his dad is totally cool with it, and his dad has the down low, and he's known all of this is going on because his dad is pretty chill. And his dad and knew about mother. it, which created major drama. <laughs> major yeah. drama later on. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is where we're introduced to Nessa as well, because <laughs> the the he wants Father he Christmas. wants her. He wants to move into her room, right? That's why? Yes. Yes. Um, I was also very you, confused by that. Did you because recognize... coming into it cold, I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. Did you recognize who her boyfriend was? What big movie he was in? Yeah, what part of Harry... He was in Harry Potter, wasn't he? He was the guy Ron turns into a polyjuice potion. That's the right. Yep. The whole time I'm like, why is he so familiar? I know it's Harry Potter, but where? That's yep. right. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, so, she, so she's at, she's Santa. Father Christmas. Father Christmas. Father Christmas. Father. Oh, oh, oh. She's very enthusiastic about it. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. We can't just jump into that. When... We first see her. She's got a kid in her lap who wants an Xbox. And this is, she's obviously in a small town and knows everybody. She's like, hey, you're such and such's boy, right? And, you know, such and such is your stepbrother. Yeah, that's been a nasty business that's been going on. Look, I know you want an Xbox, but let's set our expectations a little lower. Maybe a PS1 or a... Wasn't he in prison out. or something? Yeah. Like, wasn't the dad? If your dad's the in dad. prison. Is, it, is he, is he going to be out? Is he, he's up for parole, right? He's gonna be, is he going to be out in time for Christmas? No. Uh, pro- pro- probably, probably for the best, <laughs> given the amount of people who've accused him. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people who came out to accuse him. <laughs> oh, man. She is a trip of a character. She, oh, I did wow. not know what was happening at the beginning. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this, but she's one of my favorites. You, you, know, you know what scene that is the worst? Is- okay, hold on. 
is oh, when is when she's in the bathtub and Stacy's in the shower and they're just talking and she's like, Stacy, can you help me a bit? Can you can you get my back? Sure. Okay, razors under the counter. Razors over oh, no. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it wasn't until that scene that I realized they were even like friends, friends, right? Like I didn't know that. I thought they were just like acquaintances, and so. So when we watched the uh, the next, you know, jump ahead ten years or whenever it was, I was very confused about why they were all all together. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, I, they didn't have a best friend vibe in that one either. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when they all, all at dinner. But right. When we go here and we see, we see her as Father Christmas. Did y'all notice that one of the Christmas tree, the fake Christmas trees, they have in this like seriously low budget tent wasn't even completed yes <laughs> the yeah. top of it was just missing it, like oh, on yeah. the ground next to it oh it could give that <laughs> it looked more awful than uh that really dirty grungy supernatural santa setup they had when they went to go yeah. investigate that santa it was not a very pretty santa land yeah no that was not my santa that's for sure (laughs) i like when you know he's just a regular you know um what's her what's her man's name what was his name oh what was his name anyway whenever we go up on him he's got his um his antlers antlers. on and his red nose nose. (laughs) gavin calls him by name and he's like hey uh not trying to come down hard on you or anything i don't know what the line is i didn't write it down but uh here's Uh, Dave, dave is his name dave yeah, he's like, hey, Dave. And he's like, uh, here, it's not Dave, Gav, it's, it's Rudolph. I got to keep up the, the image or keep up the appearance <laughs> for the kids or something. Oh, I, I love that he made Gav pay to get in to see her and made him wait behind all the kids in line. And you just see Gav standing behind all these really short kids in line. Well, and, I like and she gave made him, him sit on her lap to talk to him. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> and her line about, don't worry, I, uh, I've been... They've done a background check. I d- I'm not a molester or whatever she said. I'm, I'm not on the registry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on the yeah. registry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just oh, so man. good, y'all. So good. <laughs> so is odd jobs kind of her thing? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Good deal. So <clears throat> Gavin and Stacey drive home that night to Gavin's parents' house. Mm-hmm. While the rest of them carpool in this bus together, which is awesome. <laughs> Dave's bus. Oh my gosh. Yes, the bus. The bus. Uh. And Gavin's dad is going cuckoo crazy over this turkey, which just made me so happy the whole episode. was He's using a Nigella Lawson recipe for turkey and he's like i know i should have stuck with jamie oliver because i always know what that guy's doing i don't know what the cinchella lawson is doing <laughs> oh man that made me laugh too and the mother is set who is a vegetarian is saying she's gonna yeah. eat the tur- turkey this year but i'm not gonna tell anyone i'm not gonna make a big deal out of it it's christmas i can eat turkey if i want to <laughs> which comes back later and is really hilarious it is and I think we all know people like that too. <laughs> but uh <clears throat> she she is so funny. Oh my gosh. So they all get to Gavin's parents' house. Mm-hmm. And it's such a warm <laughs> environment. I love how they greet everybody 
and especially Smithy, like with all of this excitement and it feels like you're coming home and I love that. Oh, well, I love that Smithy is clearly like part of the family because yes, that's a very relatable thing, right? You all have that, we all have that one close friend who was just the extension of the family who knows everyone and can just come and go and say please. So that's very real to me. I loved (laughs) Uncle Bryn coming in with the mistletoe and making everyone give him a kiss. Oh my gosh. I I didn't know what to think about him either (laughs) at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I had seen the first, the other ones first and then came back to this one. Yeah. So I didn't have that. What is this dude doing? I was just happy. I love yeah. it. It's a little jarring when you do it in order and you have no history because you're like, he's creepy but endearing at the exact same time. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. He is creepy and endearing. Um, <laughs> I love him. And he also really, really likes sex in the city. <laughs> Which is hilarious later on when he gets the Sex of the City, the Sex of the City movie for Christmas <laughs> and goes to take a nap. And he says, I couldn't nap. How could you expect me to nap with a DVD player in there? I watched all the special features. Oh, those girls had such a time making that movie. And <laughs> Cattrall's in her 50s, you know, ladies. <laughs> 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 how does he introduce himself my name's Bryn it's Welsh for Hill or something Welsh like that Hill. right <laughs> <laughs> so there is some drama because Smithy and Nessa have a kid together mm-hmm. but Nessa's also with Dave now and Dave and her have a routine with the kid which Really broke my heart for Smithy because he doesn't get to see his, the baby often and he just wants to spend time with his son and you know he kept baby. He keeps it was sad blocked mm-hmm. by Dave at every turn. Yeah. Even when he got his son a uh, football onesie, Dave mm-hmm. already got him a onesie for another team. And it was, it was very sad. Let's get our sports correct. <laughs> Please. Soccer. Football. It's a Britain. We're in America. <laughs> oh, man. I do like how Nessa, you start to see towards the end of the episode that she's like sensitive to it also. She sees that Smithy's struggling and she's, you know, it's a hard I did place like how she tried to, she tried to, to, to straddle that fence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, of course, it's not Christmas without some drama. It comes out, Gavin is moving. His mother flips out, accuses Stacy of stealing him away from her. Uh, and it's not just accuses her. It is harsh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, the like only person probably lady. more upset than the mother is Smithy. Smithy. Who at first is confused. He's like, wow, you're going to be exhausted seven hours each way every day. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Are they going to reimburse you for that? Are they going to cover your your travels? I don't know. What else? But then the next morning, it's like it's all fine and good. Christmas morning, it's like healed up. Healed up. I mean, for the most part, it's healed up. I did like seeing Dave get punched in the nose. Yeah. Yes. I like that too. By the little one. 
whatever yeah. his name was. Nobody that talks couple. to my wife. Nobody talks to my wife like that. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife had had a had a thing for Dave, which is really weird. <laughs> She'd been talking about how hot he was. <laughs> and uh, Christmas Day comes, and it's it's so magical. It like gave me all the feels there Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. The food and the gifts. And uh, I did feel kind of bad for Gavin because he was like, I thought we were only going to get each other a bunch of little gifts this year. And she was like, I know, but this is my little, little gift. It's not my big Yeah. Gift. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. And meanwhile, she got him his favorite football player framed picture signed by him. Oh my gosh. Um. And Smithy makes nice with Gavin, too, under certain conditions. Every other weekend, he has to come home. Mm-hmm. Boys, night, boys night out all the time. We don't even do that now, Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I like that they And then Nessa work. gets engaged the night before right in front of Smithy, and that hits him in oh, the feels as well. Oh, that was sad. That was yes. sad. At the end of the episode, he, just, he talks to her outside and says, don't marry him. Not because yep. I want to marry you, but don't marry him. Just don't marry him. Yep. Very sad. Very sad. He was going through a lot this episode. He has his nice little heart-to-heart with Gavin saying, you know, I feel like everything's changing and all at once. So mm-hmm. Can't help but feel for this guy. I mean, James Corden in general, even if you've only seen his talk show, he's a big teddy bear. He is. He's a big, lovable guy, and especially mm-hmm. on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the episode ends with Mick, Gavin's father, opening the new keyboard he got from his wife and playing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas as they all stand around singing. Mm-hmm. And it gave me all the feels. It was so warm and fuzzy and beautiful, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I like that yep, we, we, we skipped over that opening scene where she's wrapping his present for him and he comes in. She's screaming at him because he's not supposed to be there yet. And then, you know, he has to walk in but can't look in her direction. And oh, it, was, it was funny. <laughs> she is so funny. Oh my gosh. I love that Christmas dinner when nobody brings up the fact she's eating meat <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> Doesn't anyone realize I'm not a vegetarian anymore? Oh, yeah, they made a deal about that. Yeah. And they were, they were like, we all knew. And Stacy's Stacy's mom, no pun intended, was like, I didn't know. I got you a vegetarian cookbook. <laughs> she's, she's a little dense. Yes. But it was awesome. I love that they're all wearing their paper crowns from the Christmas yes. crackers on their head. That was cute. I love that. Very love English that. thing to do. Yeah. And uh, Uncle Bryn was <laughs> telling jokes he got in the crackers. Oh my gosh. He's so fu- I love him. He's he is so epic. funny. Oh my goodness. He's so funny. Oh, and then the 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 nephew is there because the fishing trip. So does the fishing trip story start in this episode? So quite honestly, I don't remember. Like I said, okay. I don't know this show as well as the office or friends or ones I've seen a billion times. Right. I can't, okay. Yeah. 
Because that but scene was, was also this, confusing. There was to this me. very <laughs> uncomfortable scene with him and his nephew in the middle of the night. Yes. In their, in their underwear. Pajama, in their underwear, drinking <laughs> yeah. milk in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> talking about how they're glad they're friends again. <laughs> and, yes, after this fishing trip. And I mean, it was not unlike, but it was a lot more serious than the friends version with the jellyfish on the beach. You know, we don't speak right. of it. And, and, and so I was confused at how far back that went or if it started with this episode. No, it started beforehand. It started <laughs> two episodes beforehand, three episodes beforehand. Okay. Um. <laughs> it is a something shrouded in mystery. Yes. So and disco. I like, I like those. I like stories with the with a a backstory or inside story that you don't know anything about. Yep. So disco, enlighten us what happens on this fishing trip. Or he did. No, I, I'm asking him to right now. Oh, I did like disco's comment that everybody has, you know, and Uncle a fishing story. Right, a and Uncle Bryn with yeah. a fishing story. Fishing story. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I liked that. It's true. Um. Uh, so I, I like too that uh, Smithy has two Christmases. He eats a full turkey dinner with his family at eleven a.m. Oh then gosh. comes over and eats a full turkey dinner at their house. It used to be three Christmases. He said, you know, one at eleven a.m., one at Gavin's house, another one after. Then he'd be back at Gavin's house for dessert. <laughs> That's commitment. So Smithy loves his food. And there's an episode I relate to this guy. So I'm not a sharer of food. Like You're Joey. Joey doesn't yeah. share food. I'm Joey and I'm Smithy. Because there's an episode, you know, when a lot of people order Chinese, they get family style. Yeah. Not me. You order what you want. I order what I want. <laughs> and there is so, that is, there's an episode where they all get together for Chinese food. And Smithy's like, no, if I wanted that, I'd order that. I'm going to order what I want and sit over here, and you guys can all go over there. Oh and, my that's gosh. and that's exactly what he does. So family's gathered around doing family style, and he's sitting at his own table in the corner with his food. <laughs> and they're trying to make him jealous. They're like, do you regret it? No, I don't regret it. I have my pork. I have my chicken. I have my rice. I ordered what I wanted. And I relate to that on a guttural level. You don't, I you don't share that with same Sarah, even? Oh my God. So this is one thing that drives me nuts. Cause I'll, if I'm hungry and we have nothing in the house, I'll be like, I'm ordering food. Do you want anything? No, it's okay. I'm not hungry right now. Are oh, and then sure? she'll eat some of yours. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> then my food comes. Oh, could I have a bite of that egg roll? And I'm like, I would have ordered you an egg roll. You haven't just preemptively- Anthony doesn't share food. <laughs> you haven't preemptively started ordering her something. And then worst case scenario, you put it in the fridge and you have more the next day. Yeah. I, I really should. Yeah. Especially with Chinese food because like- I feel like you've been better. married long enough that you should know that. I should know that by now. Oh my but God. Anthony oh, doesn't right. share food. <laughs> so if it's a family Christmas you, setting, that's okay. Family style. That has to be okay, right? Right. I mean, you mean if somebody's putting like, down a turkey there... in the center of the table? Yeah, obviously. And casserole dishes full of food where you serve yourself. That's totally yeah. fine. Yeah, We're talking, I'm talking about, about like an insular you... order what you like. Order what you like at a restaurant and takeout. Because 
I'm not sharing. It's like it's like that episode of Friends. You know what? You order that chocolate. I order that appetizer. I'm not sharing my appetizer. You order the dessert. I won't touch your dessert. Yeah. I really <laughs> don't nice. like it. So I really don't like doing family style with people I don't know well. Yeah. Well, well yeah. That's there's always a gross thing about that. Anyway. We did uh, a yeah. at my at one of my old companies. I didn't know everybody well, but it was still pretty gross. This is back before I didn't eat meat, and one of the final deciding factors that I didn't want to eat anymore. They brought an entire pig and just started cutting the pig apart at the table. Oh my gosh. And different people would like claim different parts of the pig. And that was a little, that was a little much for me. Wow. It was really gross when my friend Kyle ate the eye. Oh. And then complained about how, how, um, yeah, it was gross. How salty it was. Oh, man. Yeah. So. Good feelings gone. <laughs> back to good feel. Back you to good feelings. You killed my Christmas buzz, Tom. <laughs> Do either of you have any other favorite scenes or quotes from the special? The little bit at the beginning with the older neighbor, where she talks about how she's oh. plastered. She's drunk already. <laughs> oh, and she can't man. keep up with her decades younger boyfriend smoking pot. Right, like, right. If you if you want to do that, you're fine. But I'm gonna stick to my wine. And to be to be honest, I'm plastered right now. Oh well, that's what Christmas is all about. It was so sweet. And I know, like that line. She's going. She's going through how they when it started, and she's like, "That was at ten o'clock this morning." <laughs> she was precious. I love yeah. that. She's I had assumed awesome. when, when they kissed on the mouth, I was like, "Ooh, gross!" He's kissing his grandma on the mouth, and then, and like, then you found oh, out, nope, <laughs> even worse. Yes, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, so was this a Christmas episode? Yeah, totally. It totally was. Did it pass I like the Linus how, test? Yeah, of course it passed 100%. the Linus test. I like how they call um, Smithy's little boy Neil the baby, right? It's Neil, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Neil. She always calls him the baby, and I love how she explains everything to him, like when he's on the monitor, and like I'm pretty sure he couldn't hear her because his monitors are typically only one way. And she's like, "Dave is coming to get you right now. I love he's on his way." <laughs> I loved how confused Gavin's mom was. Oh, where's Stacy? Oh, she's in the shower. Oh, I thought Nessa was in the shower. Then you just cut to the bathroom and Stacy's yeah. in the shower and Nessa's in the tub. <laughs> yeah, and they're talking about how, you know, the dynamics of showers and tubs and not going to have a tub and what a pain that is. And it made me laugh. It was so funny. <laughs> I really <Amazing>. <laughs> This show is is witty. It's really witty. Yes, a lot of British is. comedy is. Mm-hmm. It really is. This one, um, I find, one I think in terms of British comedy, has more heart than a lot of British comedy tends to. I would yes. love to say the same exact thing, which is why I think it would it would translate well over am, here. American listener or American viewers will like this a lot more than they do other stuff. Yeah. Right. And I, I like would, this. And you would think this one would translate easier were they to remake it again because it already has that heart, which is a very mm-hmm. American thing, too. Speaking of heart, I am claiming our next show we're going to watch, the Christmas episodes from, is The Vicar of Dibley. 
our next oh. British one because there are other two other shows on the list coming up. Well, what other stupid shows did we pick outside of House? House. Oh, I can't watch that one. Why not? Why not? I can't do medical shows in my house. Oh, well, you just can't watch them with Christine. I can't watch them with Marty. She's always here. <laughs> she doesn't leave. <laughs> She gave you the finger. <laughs> nope, I just spilled coffee oh. on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's almost empty. That's oh, a that big problem. problem. That is a problem. Um, are we ready to rank this? Yeah. What would you give it, Julia? 9.7. Ooh. Tom? Nine. I'm also going with a nine, which gives us an average of 9.23. So pretty, Ooh. pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. So the next, the next two we're doing as one, correct? Yes, because it aired as one. Oh, it did? It did. Then why was okay. it two? America. But, oh, because Daily Motion split it up into two for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, okay. So they weren't it's published two like on, that, so to speak. It's Amazon two on too. Amazon as well. Which is weird because I, I got this one on Vudu and it's one hour long. Huh. Oh. So anyway, the next one. So that first one aired in 2008 and we'd have to wait 11 years before the next Christmas special, which aired in December 2019, nine years after the show ended. Mm-hmm. And this you know, and, and is called A Special Christmas. I'm going to go ahead and call BS on um, the office folks saying that everybody's too busy because if James Corden can find time to drop everything and go back yeah. for the show, anybody can. Yeah. Hello. The timeline also confused me. Well, James Corden also is the one who wrote it. I don't and care. Created it. And so it's basically on his schedule. His, uh, it's a British show. It's pronounced schedule. Yeah, yeah. Schedule. <laughs> you literally just said five minutes ago, this is an American show, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 10 years since we last went to Bill Arcade to spend Christmas with the Shipmans and the Wests. This year, we're off to Wales for the festivities where Bryn is cooking dinner for over 13 people. Understandably, he's tense. Pam would secretly prefer to spend Christmas in Essex as she finds Gwen's house a bit lacking. But the deal has always been that they alternate every year. And this time, it's the turn of the Wests to host Christmas with everyone under one small roof. For Gavin and Stacy, parenthood continues to present them with several challenges, their baby now being 10. Smithy, too, continues to commit to his fatherly role, making the journey to Barry making the journey to Barry at weekends and every second Wednesday to see their 12-year-old Neil the baby. Nessa, on the <laughs> other hand, adopts her own brand of Nessa-style mothering, whilst Pam, Mick, and Gwen have become the epitome of doting grandparents. On Christmas Eve, Don makes a shocking discovery about Pete that jeopardizes their marriage again. And a visit to the pub that night is an eye-opener in more ways than one. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was solid. Way to go, BBC. That was tidy. That was tidy. So I'm just, gonna, 
I'm just going to say at the outset, I did not enjoy this one as much as the first one. I did. I like this one more. <laughs> Me too. I thought this one was better. And it could parse, I mean, I feel like even though it, there was some discontinuity from recording, I feel like the characters were more developed and closer. Well, they make sense. It's 10 years later and a whole but they haven't seen each, But the actors haven't seen each other in 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I'm curious as to how Tom and I would feel if we had started at the very first episode Me of too. the show. Right. Because like this one, I felt like I had my bearings. I'm like, okay, I know these characters at least a little bit now. I can kind of settle in and enjoy everything else that's going on around them and not just... Well, well I think as well... <laughs> This one for you guys, like every time a TV show does a reunion special, right? It's almost like a brand new pilot, right? Yeah. 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 Been off the air for years. So you, they're introducing the characters again for the first time to a new audience in addition to the old one. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so maybe yeah. it works for you guys on that level too, to your point. Yeah. Earlier. No, that's very possible. So do you want to walk us so through? So shallow episode? is what you're saying. No, I'm just saying like it probably was the easier of the two, not knowing anything about the show to jump in. It was and- a lot easier to jump in. <laughs> so we've got Gavin and Stacy. They they have older they have multiple kids. They're they're old and old enough for them to have been doing this for quite some time and the spark has gone out of their marriage in a, a way that, you know, the way she talks about it affects a lot of people. Um, so she's struggling with that. And so she, their story arc is remembering why they're together. Right. And, and holding onto those moments and, you know, prioritizing each other, which I like that. And I like the way Nessa weighs in on that with Stacy because they are very close. And I, I liked that storyline that gave me the feels at the end when they're in town square and she tells them how much, she means to him or how much he means to her and the little matchbox, you know, the matches that she had taken home. And that gave me a lot of heart. And I really liked that. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, <laughs> we have Bryn who is cooking for over 13 people. <laughs> and he's super and he, stressed about it. <laughs> and he oversleeps on Christmas Day he and does. runs in in his underwear and bathrobe. And nothing, gives that. You, nothing gave you that right. <laughs> I had to touch my turkey. <laughs> and it's all uh, because of the what? It, what does he drink? He calls it something. It's some drink he had the night before, and he says the bar again. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what it is, but that was funny too. Yeah, and the bar scene had so much heart in it as well. Like it made me want to like hang out with friends at a bar on Christmas Eve because it looked like a lot of fun. <laughs> I've never done a bar on Christmas Eve, but I have done a bar with a group of friends on Thanksgiving and it was beyond amazing. Bars, like, y'all want to hear the story? Holidays are amazing. I've done Christmas Eve at a bar before with friends. So, a group of friends and I went to, oh, Julie, you'll appreciate this, random middle of nowhere, Tomball, Texas, we find yeah. a honky-tonk bar. Okay. Um, we go in, shuffleboards everywhere, we're playing, 
Um, it's like true country bar, like all of the, they have like these desk, these games that are like this big on the bar that are all like naked people games, um, which of course Christine set a high record on. <laughs> I'm getting a woman to strip, like you, you play cards and it's like strip poker or something, I don't know. And it's like, oh my gosh. Drawing. it was funny. Um, <laughs> but there's a guy, random guy, we look over and there's a mattress next to the pool table. And there's a guy on it, and I go, I'm walking to the restroom, and I see it, and he's like, oh, don't worry about it. That's just Ben. He's here every night. That's just where he, he sleeps at all. Oh, my God. It was epic. <laughs> it was epic. Seriously, so, bars on holidays are epic. I feel like we saw that, I, the first time I had seen that stuff, like on uh, How I Met Your Mother, I was skeptical. I was like, oh, it can't be that cool, but it really, it really is. Yeah. When you're with friends at a holiday, it's nice. Or even I like, like in this, when they're with their family at the bar, whoever you're with at the bar, bars. A, right. I mean, we we mentioned it when we covered the night before. The director was inspired to make that movie because he said, like, if you haven't spent Christmas Eve with your friends, it mm-hmm. really is fun. Mm-hmm. But um, I did like the bar scene. I liked that Bryn and Nessa sung Fairy Tale of New York, and he was singing the woman's lines, and she was singing the guy's <laughs> lines. <laughs> 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 um, and they they did not censor it. No, they did not, but but that's British TV for you. Yeah, yeah I guess so. It cracked me up when she when when he called her that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, fun bit of trivia: Neil is the same. It's a baby. It's the actor who played him as a baby. It is. It really Aww. is. Oh, yep. I love that. Neil, the baby. I I'm. I love that. <laughs> so the more morning... so Nessa's, yeah. After the bar scene, yep. Sorry, go ahead. Nope, we we're going to the same place. I think. Yeah, we were. So after Nessa's the, bed. Yeah, after the bar scene, uh, Smithy and Nessa wake up in bed together, and he's freaking out a bit because he has a girlfriend who we hear about. Do you see her before this episode? Well, no, because there'd been years and years and years break. Right. Right. So was there a girlfriend when the show ended for Smithy? Not that I remember. Okay. I didn't know. I don't because think again, so. Because again, I also didn't realize that this was. No, he was, li- <laughs> he was living with Nessa when the show ended. Okay. Okay. So he's dating a girl we don't see towards, until towards the end. And he's freaking out because... I mean, Nessa's like, I mean, I can't confirm that anything happened, but I also don't have any clothes on from the waist <laughs> down. And he's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> he stumbles downstairs. And I like and... how many times she references that she has her clothes on the top on yes. and nothing from the waist down. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was so funny. <laughs> and that leads her, you know, into having these, which she talked to Stacy earlier in the episode about, you know, Stacy is like, so what's going on with Smithy? And she's like, I don't know. Every so often we get together. And, well, know. I thought it was hilarious that when she's talking to Stacy, she told Smithy that she didn't really remember anything, but she didn't think anything happened. But then she's mm-hmm. walking in the street <laughs> and she's like, oh, I, he doesn't remember anything, which I can't believe. I was on fire last night. Yeah. I, I haven't done in years. 
<laughs> and then she goes into graphic detail about the night before. I love it. Oh, so funny. And so, Stacy's just like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> just, so to your point about Gavin and Stacy trying to rekindle their marriage because they feel the spark went out, I did laugh when they tried to have some private time alone. Immediately their kids walk in on them. Asking if they could watch TV and whatever he was asking them if they were allowed to do. <laughs> I feel like a lot of married couples can relate to that. Sure. I mean, that's what made it. That's what made it. It's oh, not the show like, in this couple feels relatable. so real. They Gavin do, but feel the, so the real. whole family feels so real. It really does. It feels very um, real and very dysfunctional, and I love it. <laughs> so did you notice that shirt Bryn was wearing? Bryn was wearing that he went to Greece and only his niece brought him was the back was his shirt back was his shirt that was a shirt from the original series that he got during the original from series. his niece so he oh, still really? has it 10 years later yep <laughs> which is pretty awesome that is funny um what was I gonna say I really liked when Smithy shows up to the house that um Gavin's parents they're all in the entryway dancing together, and that made me like all the happies. That made me so <laughs> it was adorable. Happy. Yeah, that made me just. So Did happy. you notice that um, in the first Christmas special, Smithy wrapped his gifts in tinfoil, and in this one, yes, yes, and I yes. love how he, how in the first one when he we forgot about that one in the first one he he dumps out all the presents on the floor. And he's like, well, this is great, right? I mean, you don't have to use tape. You just fold it together and you're done. <laughs> the kid did such a good job. Like, you believed he was James Corden's kid. Like, they cast oh, yeah. him. I he mean, was. They cast him when he was a baby. He is. Wait. Is James, James Corden's, Corden's kid? I didn't know yes. that. So that makes sense that they know. use the same baby. Oh, oh he doesn't know. Good grief. <laughs> I was like, it's the same kid and it's James Corden's kid? No. <laughs> yeah, I love Neil the baby. But he, he did really he was a good, he was a good actor. Like you believed he, he was, was Smith's he kid. Yeah, he did a really good job. Um I liked the <laughs> I liked the tiny little subplot with um Gavin's mom and the towels at Gwen's. <laughs> She was packing all of this stuff to stay at her. And what's so crazy is like, I felt that survival, way. Survival kits. Yeah, survival yeah. kit. I felt that way staying at certain families' house as well. That and is Christine when we go to anybody's house. Is it really? See, I am not a house 100%. Person. I do not like staying at anyone's house except my childhood home and right. Sarah's parents' house. Otherwise, friends' houses, I would rather stay at a hotel. I yeah. Christine is like the same staying. way and that is just weird. I would rather stay at a hotel. I can't do people's houses. For that reason, like, I like my towels. I like I don't like to be beholden to other people's schedules or things. That's just weird to me, man. <laughs> You're weird to me, man. That's a sad, you're a social butterfly, Tom. I am. I, I like, when I travel, I like staying at people's houses. I like staying with friends. Christine does not. Um, she comes by it, honestly, though. Her grandmother um, had her, her husband buy them an RV. And when they traveled, they took the RV all the time so that they could not stay in hotels or space. at people's houses. Yeah. Yeah. 
Marty's like that a little bit. He has those places he's comfortable, and then otherwise he's like, nope. <laughs> you know, if somebody like Marty married somebody like Christine, I don't think they'd ever leave the house or socialize they with anybody. They would never, ever leave the house. <laughs> and they would ever. probably be much happier than they are with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is so funny, though. <laughs> so when this special aired, it was the most watched TV special in the UK in 17 years. Oh, oh my goodness. TV I comedy why. in 17 years. Yeah, this is a very popular show. And it has quite the ending. How does it end, Julia? So at the end, um, Smithy's horrible girlfriend, who is horrible, and I hate her guts <laughs> leaves because she's she's not comfortable speaking of not comfortable at people's houses she says she's not comfortable there around all the family which none of them like her anyway so she can just go smoke a pipe or whatever horrible thing um so she leaves and nessa's out there smoking and nessa tells smithy you know like she's like you know you're all right. Right. You know, because her, this awful girlfriend talked about his weight in front of everybody and was just like, she was terrible. And so she was awful uh, to him. She was awful. <laughs> I wanted to like, I really wanted to hit her like real bad, but Nessa goes, um, I've actually got this quote, but she says, you know, you're all right as you are. Don't you Smithy. And you know, he's yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, whatever. And she's like, I'm not going to lie. You're not everybody's cup of tea. But at the end of the day, when all said and done, you're tidy. Which, by the way, how many times have I said tidy this week? All the times have I said tidy. <laughs> My favorite word. And she goes on to say, I know it's been complicated, you and me, all this like, but I loves it. And if truth be told, I loves you. And he just like looks at her. And he's like, yeah, you know, I love you too. She's like, no, Smithy, you're not listening. I know it's weird. All right. But I do. I loves you with all my heart. And then she gets down on one knee and she gives him a ring and she asks him to marry her. And that is the end of the episode. So we will find out what happens because according to Disco 54, James Corden announced once this whole quarantine thing ends, him and her are going to write another Christmas special for the show. (gasps) There will be another one coming in the future. Oh, that makes me so happy. So we will get resolution to that. Because didn't I, Anthony, I got on Chanty and I was like, the show's so, still up, right? And I was like, actually, it ended nine years ago. <laughs> right, because I, I forget the, the whole British, you know, awesomeness of releasing Christmas episodes for shows that have ended, you know, a long time ago. Awesome. We don't do that over here. And so I'm like, when did we find this out? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rough. It was rough, but it was great. It's a great ending. I loved it. Yeah. So is this a Christmas episode? Yeah. Yeah. Did it have a line this moment? Yeah. The she got down on one knee. Why do you even ask us these stupid questions? This is the most Christmas thing we've watched in a long time. <laughs> I love this show. Thank you, Anthony, for bringing this into our lives. And okay. Disco Fifty Four. You are very welcome. I really, really love this show. I was so happy. I was so happy when you told me that I'm chanting. <laughs> it's so good, y'all. It was so it's good. It's so good. 
so good. That's the dog he likes or doesn't like. Oh, or is that the one he likes or doesn't like? I don't. I realize they look so much alike. I'm not a fan of either of them. I knew it. <laughs> oh boy. So, do y'all want to rate this one? Rank this one? Did Did we cover all of our favorite scenes and quotes? Oh gosh, I loved Nessa and Neil the baby walking around. Um dressed up for christmas for, <laughs> do for donations oh man that was and they, they do, they've been doing it every day going yeah through. yeah i love that and i love uh at the beginning I love her gifts she, too when she's tattooing the guy and it came Faucets. out <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible it's such a terrible Terrible tattoo. I can't do eyes. I, so I, I can't do eyes. So I put sunglasses on. <laughs> and he's so smitten with her. I love it that her as a character, she's like shrouded in mystery and all like this animal magnetism and everybody loves her. And <laughs> it's so great. It really is. But yeah, the faucets, the taps. She got everybody taps. Some of you have a left. Some of you have a right. If you get to and, the, and in the first special, she gave everyone a piece of chocolate. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> like, oh, and you know what's, okay, so you know what I really like about that and what makes this family, like, so heartwarming is that none of them were like, it's a stupid gift. Like, what kind of a piece of crap gift is that? They, like, were well, they, arguing. They, know her. they do. And I love that. And, but mm -hmm. so coming into that up at that first episode with no history, I don't know that they know her. Right. Right. So I was worried it was going to take like a first episode of the British office turn where it's like real negative because I'm not a huge fan of British office, but, but it didn't, it was warm and it was, it was fuzzy and it was welcoming and that made me happy. So. Anyway, I meant to say that on the last episode. That's a perfect adjective for both this, these specials and the show overall. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. So what would you give it? What would you rank this special? 10. <gasps> Tom? Wow. I went with 9.75. I'm going with a 7.5. Wow. Whoa, you thought it was that much worse? I did. I really liked the first one a lot more. Wow. Man, even if I bump up to a 10, I can't get it above the first one. I can't manipulate <laughs> these numbers. Math that, games. that gives us... Yeah, uh, don't prove President Hot Dog correct in that me and you just tried <laughs> to <nailed it. laughs> manipulate them. That was the totally reference. Totally nailed it. <laughs> um, that gives this episode an average of 9.083. So just below the first one. They're both pretty high on our list. Oh, yeah. And that is Gavin and Stacy. So good. It was so really good. fun. Once you guys finish the series proper, maybe we could do a Patreon episode about it. Ooh, that's a good idea. I don't, I don't think so. <clears throat> no time for that. Nope. <laughs> yes, we're also... No time for extra episodes. <laughs> We have more episodes in the bag right now than we have had cumulatively across the years. Absolutely. We've done this show. 
So yay. Um, we've said it at the beginning of the show, but America needs to start doing holiday reunion episodes for okay. shows. Friends needs a Thanksgiving one because that was their holiday. So I would say yes. Thanksgiving, not Christmas. And the office needs a Christmas one. Those are the two that need to happen. Like Modern Family needs to keep it going with Halloween. Yep. They are talking about a spinoff. Oh. That doesn't surprise me. Already between either they were saying with Haley and Dummy or Mitch and Cam. Yellow. I would watch Mitch and Cam. I would not watch Haley. I would one. not watch. No. Did you guys like the Modern Family finale? I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I was going to pull up my earbuds. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I'll I was going to say, I'll see what you, two, what you two think. I'll okay. say that. Uh, so, I will read Disco54's comment about this episode, just because he is our resident British listener and loves the show. So he wrote, genuinely looking forward to this. Like a lot of things, you benefit from following the subplot. It's, this isn't really about Gavin and Stacy at all. They are the focus. All of that imperfect love story unfolds in the background between Nessa and Smithy. Also, the other relationships and characters are so well drawn and nicely done, it's not possible to hate anyone. I want Mrs. Disco and I to be like Pam and Mick. We all have an uncle like Bryn, and every family has a fishing trip story. More than anything, it's another example of the difference between British and American comedy. There might be 25 episodes of this in total, and the story is told, and every episode has something going for it from the two writers. There were plans for an American version, which failed dismally, but if it had succeeded, it would now be in its eighth season with 22 episodes a season. It probably looks a lot like Who's the Boss. That's not to say American comedy is bad. That would be ridiculous. Just that we Brits tend to approach it differently. Yes, they do. I think that's fair. Yep. Um, and whoa, watch it, buddy. Who wrote quite a decent show. Excited to hear your thoughts. So, thanks, whoa, watch it, buddy. I like um, that handle. Me too. <laughs> we also got a question from Gary Blauman. Oh. And he wants to know, he said, hey, y'all, longtime listener here, and I've been checking out previous pods for a while to help fill the void lately. And I miss when you guys used to do a question of the week. Any thoughts to doing that again? We would love to do it again. It's just that we've kind of run out of questions. If you guys pose questions to us, we don't mind answering them because I think we all loved doing that too. Yes. Loved it. I loved it. We did. And Anthony, you were, you were giving us some semblance of that when you were asking us about um, recasting shows. That was fun. I like, I like when we just talk and answer questions and get to know our audience more by having listeners answer questions as well. I do too. So Gary Blauman and all our other listeners out there, send us questions via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook group, or Reddit. All of which you can reach by going to the to com slash insert social media here. <laughs> Where else can they find us, Julia? Well, they can use that same handy-dandy link, tisthepodcast.com backslash Patreon. A um, little bit of a different world over there on Patreon. Um, it is extra content, uh, and it's a minimum dollar a month to access it. Um, 
So we will do non-Christmas stuff there. We'll do Christmas stuff, but extended episodes like our office where we quote all the shows and laugh at each other and talk about how much we love all the other shows that we're not actually talking about at that point. We really go off the rails. Um, we have a lot of super cool listener content as well there where we have faithful listeners and we get interviews with them and fireside chats. Um, we've really been pushing and creating a lot of stuff during quarantine for Patreon. Um, so come check us out. Um, a minimum of a dollar a month gets you access to all the content, but then there's also perks above and beyond. Um, if you hit a certain level donation, you get to come on, pick a movie and come host a show with us, which is really, really fun for us. Um, so think about it. And anywhere on all of our social medias, you can suggest us to cover stuff on Patreon as well. So do that. Next week, we are traveling to the North Pole to cover a brotherly Santa Claus story, Fred Claus. And the week after that, we are covering a maybe Christmas movie to be debated on the show, although I'm pretty sure we've all said where we stand on this before, Meet Me in St. Louis. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) In... Maybe better news. We are only 6,168 hours from Christmas. That's only 257 days. That's only 36 weeks. Yay. Not bad. That's, that's not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. We'll be there before you know it. Although, hopefully, it slows down until quarantine <laughs> finish over with but yes because it would be nice to enjoy the lights of new york city in front of them (laughs) and not by taking an online tour of them (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh do your homework y'all watch fred claus and (laughs) 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 don't hold us responsible though (laughs) And we shall see you next week. Speak to you next week. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye. Pray for At Christmas time, it's hard, but when you're Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Pod. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. What did I do? I, 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 I caught my gum. I was willing <laughs> to keep going through it. Sorry. <clears throat>